had the worst thought. I have to spend the rest of my life with myself. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I'm joined, as always, by Archie. Well, first off, my dog. Uh, but I'm Chad, and what the... Why is that baby in your house? Oh, shit. How the hell did that thing get in here? I'm Mark. Archie's been not barking, as you, you two have heard for the past half hour. And then I the know. second we start the podcast... He just doesn't like podcasts. He well, says, Dad, when are you going to stop podcasting, Dad? That's what he says well, to me. He also just was really entranced by our 30-minute-long Avatar discussion that happened mm-hmm. before we started That's the podcast. True. That's true. Spoiler alert for the end of the podcast when we talk about what we're going to see in the movies. It's Avatar. Spoiler alert for the next, like, until the end of this show, because... <laughs> We'll finish before Avatar 2 comes out. Isn't that crazy? We will have recorded an entire podcast in the time between... Between Avatars? Yeah. And it's not like we started this right after the first Avatar. <laughs> no, we started, you know. Um, how many years is this going to be? It's going to be... Five. 13 yeah. years of between uh, Avatar 1 oh, and 2. Five years of our podcast. Right, so we started eight years after Avatar 1 and are still going to wrap up. That's pretty crazy. Now, he, here's where I have a little bit of uh, a little bit of pause because I feel a little hypocritical that in 2009 for our podcast, when we went through that year, we, we did not discuss James Cameron's Avatar. What won that What year? did we discuss? It will be funny if all of them are worse than Avatar. I've gotten to the headspace where my avatar hype has convinced me that we were wrong that year, no matter what it is. Well, you chose Inglorious Bastards. Okay, I actually stand by that. It's It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Mark picked Fantastic Mr. Fox. Probably should have been Avatar. Yeah, maybe should have been Avatar. I picked Princess and the Frog. Probably should have been Avatar. These are good movies. One of so what would have happened is whichever one of y'all went first should have been Avatar, and then the other one was fine. Well, and then the picky was Jennifer's Body, which I stand by. That's a great movie, but maybe should have yeah, been Avatar. Maybe should have been Avatar. Maybe when we're thinking about like culturally, uh, oh, that was a blind spot pick, wasn't it? That was one where we were filling the blind spots. I had seen it, but yeah, um, and Marquette, but I don't think I had. had. Okay, then maybe it wasn't a blind spot pick. I don't know okay. what, why we chose that because one, it's. A good I movie. honestly don't really. Ever I don't know really remember why we did those, but that's why we don't do them anymore. Well, also, I think that is where Avatar is at a slight disadvantage of how we do this podcast where we have to, you know, watch the movies before recording right, and just so choosing three movie. a three hour movie as like homework to do before the next one. Hey, it hasn't stopped us before. Well, we tried to make it. Stop I've chosen before. Magnolia. We've chosen as a picky choice, Pearl Harbor for some reason. That was not me. <laughs> hey, I'm glad I watched that. That was, fun. yeah, me too. I, I have a more, uh, I have more of a scope of all uh, transforming man himself. Michael, 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 Bizet. Michael, Michael, Michael B. Michael B. Jordan is more talented than Michael Bay Jordan. Uh, what did you idiot see at the Megaplex? I don't even remember, man. What what year is it? I saw Blade at no, a movie you theater. You saw The Watcher. Talk about The Watcher. Oh, watch the boys, watcher. You boys and... saw a lot of uh 
old movies at the yeah. new movie place. Cody came into town and we went crazy in the movie theaters. We watched The Conversation, fantastic film uh, by Coppola. We watched freaking not Gia, uh, not uh, well, Sophia. Man. It was Francis. Um, we watched Blade in the movie theaters and we did we do another movie theater i guess nope. we just saw the two yeah yeah um but at you watched pinocchio at my home cody watched in the pinocchio movie theater. theater playing without me oh on the plane we were gonna do that and then the freaking el capitan wasn't playing it probably because that movie sucks but i'll let yeah, cody talk about that and probably a bit. it but one Not thing right. we did watch on my couch was amc plus slash shutter original movie the watcher and it was nice and by nice i mean horrifying and creepy and disturbing but you know nice good, good movie. freaking <clears throat> watu just watu? chilling in his bachelor pad who's watu i don't get the reference. watu the watcher from marvel oh, jesus christ oh, from, oh, from what right. if remember what if well, well, also yeah, the but comics. He's but, comics yeah, I, I don't. I'm listen, I'm not going to pretend to be the biggest Watu stan. Okay, like I like Marvel. I like I watch What If, but he was just the Watcher in that show. I don't. I don't think they did. They say his name in that show. Yeah. Okay. Well, to me, he's just the Watcher. Uh, but the Watcher, the AMC Plus Shutter original movie, is a horror movie about a guy who across the street who watches Lady, and Lady's like, "This guy's watching me." and no one really believes her um so you know you should believe women that's kind of the moral of the story speaking of women mark yeah oh i me you're talking yes talking about me you want me to say what i watched the woman king i I watched the woman king by the transition i i forgot look i watched two movies this weekend in theaters and one is not completely about women uh but the woman king is about women does the woman uh, king pass the Bechdel test? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, good. That's good to hear. That's the yeah. most important thing a movie should be trying to do. It also passes. I'm blanking on the name of like the black version of the um the Bechdel te- test, but it passed that as well. There's like one white character in it. Does it sucks. pass the white version of the Bechdel test? No. Okay. Most movies do, so that's interesting. It doesn't. Yeah, that's it's surprising. great. Um, it's like I like it's it's fun to try to think of a movie set in Africa that's like mostly about black people. Um, so it's it's a nice change of pace. Nice. It's about like a tribal nation who has like their like you know their like elite fighters or like this like uh, group of women, um, and they're fighting off another tribal nation, uh, and also like some some slavers. So. Very, very fun, really great action, really well acted, well written. It's just a fantastic movie. Uh highly what's highly next? Recommend. The man queen. Yeah, it's his name's Charles the Third. I, I said, what's <laughs> oh. next? The man queen. <laughs> that would be Bohemian Rhapsody, a movie about uh Freddie Fuck, Mercury. That's a better joke. I mean, they're both bad, but yeah. you know, whatever. I, yeah, I also watched See this. How They Run this week. Um, which is about my woman, King Saoirse Ronan. Um, Jesus Christ, solving solving a mystery. It is like very much like an Agatha Christie thing to the extent that like Agatha Christie is literally in the movie, and no. it's about a murder in like involving the cast of a like an Agatha Christie play. 
Um, oh, that, that sounds good. Fun. It's very fun. I, I liked it a lot. Sam Rockwell uh, and Saoirse Ronan are the main detectives. Someone plays Richard Attenborough, which is very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so good times. Hot. Good stuff. It's a fun little, fun little caper. Cody, uh, did Cody, you watch anything? In, be in be sure to tell the truth. Tell, tell us the truth. You, you watched. I don't get that. At Pinocchio, he shouldn't lie. I'm not talking about Pinocchio. I told you guys, I'm not talking oh. about Pinocchio. What are you? What are you talking about? What you I am talking this? about a movie that I watched on right. the flight from Orlando to LA that <laughs> I kind of just threw on and really took me by surprise and is one of my favorite movies of the year, and that is The Fallout which is an HBO Max original starring uh, Jenna Ortega and Maddie Ziegler. Um, Just a really great coming-of-age movie that is sort of uh, very specifically about these specific times because it is a coming-of-age movie of someone who survives a school shooting, which I didn't know uh, until about five minutes into the movie where I'm like, oh, they're all fun. She's running to the bathroom to talk to her sister. Oh, uh, she's hiding in a stall because a shooter is going. So fair warning for that, that it is uh, a hard watch, but it is really great. I think it's really rewarding. I highly recommend it. I want both of you to watch it a lot. It is a movie that convinced me um, that outside of her recent like screen queen status of, you know, playing, being one of the girls in X and being in um, literally Scream and next Scream. Have they decided what Scream 6 is going to be called? <laughs> I don't think they have. Uh, they're not just calling it Scream 6. They've all just been called Scream it, 2, Scream 3, Scream 4, Scream 5. It should nope. be. No, well, it was called Scream. It yeah, should be called Scream Kills. Yeah. Well, I think that would be the funniest joke because that's what the yeah. Scream is uh, kind of a. I hated that title originally. And then I watched the movie and I was like, oh, they did it on purpose. That's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, she's also Wednesday Adams. So outside of the like kind of scream queen status, it really like showed me like, oh, Jenna Ortega is like a great actress and one to watch. Um, It's just, uh, it's really good. I, I kind of think, I don't know, the, the ending moments of the movie are really, really devastating and some of the best, like just literal last seconds of a film yeah you made a pretty big claim that it's one of the best film endings ever yeah (laughs) when you you had like just when we like when you had just arrived at my place right after fresh off of seeing that i still kind of think that it's like the last like true seconds of a film where you're like over the credits (laughs) like having to deal with it it's very it's very good. Uh, and you, you also had a ever... conversation this week, which has one of the best film endings ever. Yeah, that ending yeah. is really good. Great ending. Real good. Um, anyway, I want people to watch this movie. Nobody's ever going to watch this movie. They're going to remove it from HBO Max in like three days. But yeah, probably. Um, but it's really great. But yeah, 
Uh, That's but enough of that. We're talking about a different kind of coming of age movie with no school shootings. No school shootings. And nothing bad happens at all. Well, I mean, her dad dies. Yeah. Everyone's dad dies on camera. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're talking about Edge That's of 17. Had you guys ever seen this movie before? Yes. This one you had recommended to me a long time ago, Cody, like when it was a new movie. In 2016. I think you probably saw it in theaters and then recommended yeah, it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was one of my very first Hollywood screeners that I borrowed to watch. Uh, one of my first bosses in Hollywood was like, I can I can set you up with some screeners. What you want to see? I got this, this, and this. I was like, oh, I'd love to see Edge of 17. And then he gave it to me and I watched it. And it had a little watermark with his name on it. But Great. that was that was how I watched it. <laughs> it was just, it was just a, it was a it was a big Hollywood memory for me because everyone watches screeners here. It's what um, we do. We should have watched some screeners while you visited, Cody. No, I'm good. I love I like how Hollywood people film. are always like, support the arts, don't pirate things. I will watch them because they get mailed to me for free. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. yep. So it was like it's slightly hypocritical. Oh, uh, entirely hypocritical. Yeah. yeah. Ho- Hollywood's hypocritical? We don't have good people here. <laughs> so all bad coming people. to Netflix soon, blonde. Um Mark. Um, Did we I see watched this together. This, no, I watched this more recently. Um when I all I remember of like my contemporaneous thoughts of this movie was that I thought it was like a movie about like Woody Harrelson mentoring uh the the girl whose name I'm blanking on Haley um, Haley Steinfeld she plays um, Nadine and when I watched it I was shocked that Woody Harrelson is not in it a lot because no. he was all like he's on the poster he is second bill oh, yeah. he, he was all over guy. the the trailers yeah um but I was like this guy's just an asshole and not really giving her good at like much advice I... I think I think that he is actually being nice in his own way yeah um but was not the movie i I was expecting i love his character in this i think he's perfect i don't think he makes a mistake i think it's a really unique character because Mm -hmm. i think we've seen the kind of like super nice super involved teacher and for him to kind of like care in a very specific way is like Mm -hmm. it's really interesting and a little fresh Uh, this this is the movie that i walked out with with my proclamation of like Haley steinfeld is one of our great actresses which i is a i carry it with me i she just already had an oscar nomination exactly already had an oscar nomination then shows that she can do this as well she just doesn't really do a ton weirdly um well she's she's firmly planted in the marvel cinematic universe now so yeah so now she will do even less if um but she's really good as that character um yeah she's a great actress um she's so good in this the cast of this kind of from top to bottom is great this i had to have been well i was gonna say this is the first time i saw Haley lee richardson but I probably saw Split before this because I think Split came out. Split um, was, well, no, I think Split came out a little bit after this. This came out in the fall. And Split came out in January. 2017, though. Cody, I'm sure you watched an episode of Shake It Up. 
No, actually, I weirdly that's one Disney Channel show I never saw. Yeah, Split was January of twenty seventeen. Okay, yeah, it was released twenty seventeen. Uh, so you will saw it. this first. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Um, and my question: Why isn't Haley Lee Richardson firmly planted in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Hey, yet? do Are not for X Men. She does not need to be. She can do whatever she wants. She's doing a lot of indie stuff. Yeah, I. She I may like her a weird. Lot. She may weirdly be in the thing right now where, like, she's weirdly not big enough because now they're getting, like, huge people. Yeah. That's fair. I don't know that I totally buy that. She's big enough to be, like, a... No? What's the biggest movie she's been in? I could see her being an X-Man. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking she'd fit into. The, the biggest, biggest movie she's been in is was Split, and that movie Split. was small, and she's not in it a lot. How big a hit was Five Feet Apart? That one felt not, like kind of a big hit. Not yeah, not after really. that is probably Operation Finale or Five Feet Apart. Right. Unpregnant was fairly big, but straight to streaming. Yeah, that was like a big HBO Max original. It kind of helped launch the service, if I remember right. Yeah. It was like, hey, we do original movies. It was like that and American Pickle around the same time. Um, and then obviously we've talked about it on this podcast before she's in support the girls, um, Mm -hmm. and is incredible in that, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think they're weirdly just trying to get, oh, she's in white Lotus. She just got going to be in white Lotus Lotus season two, which will be, so she'll be nominated for an Emmy apparently (laughs) probably for, uh, you know, limited series. Yeah. Well, what are they doing for season two? Because obviously Sicily. it's not a limited series anymore. No, it is. The, it's, it's still... A, yeah. It's a different resort, but a couple of the same characters. Yeah, so it is like... Criminal. I I disagree. That feels like limited is series. Is Twilight Zone a limited series? Is That's an anthology. You know, that's, anthology. that's a different cast every single... But it's still in the category. Limited of, series okay. is... Uh, the limited series category includes anthologies. But this is less of an anthology than like the... American Horror um, Story. American Horror Story. At least the first couple of seasons of American Horror Story. Because this does contain carryover characters. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really upset about it. I think it's bullshit. I, I don't know. It's a it's a it's a drama. It is a drama series. It's not a limited series. There is a season two me enough to with care. the same characters coming over. Like it's no, insane. not the same character. Two one of them. Character. Just one. You sure yes. about that? Uh, I think it. I I think it is just one. But it. Might I think be it. Yeah, one. it's okay. just Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, so I don't know, man. Was Louie a limited series? Because it only had one character that went over from series to series. Chat, that's not true though. <laughs> because his it, the the girl went from Pamela Adlin, never a series yeah. regular. She's a guest star, friend. But she's still in it but a lot. She's still Who in cares? It a lot. Nobody watched that show. Like, okay, I so Louis. many people watched that show. We can pretend it doesn't exist now. More people watched Louis so many people than watched watched that show. White Lotus. Yeah, maybe. Easily. But I didn't. So I don't care. It won countless Emmys. I could, you could count them. I'm sure it's like seven. But like, 
I, yeah, like, it was a very wildly popular show. Who cares? Um, I think that it is category fraud, but also, yeah. who, you know, do you want to get mad about category fraud? Hey, guys. Also, White Lotus season two hasn't come out yet. It may be nominated for dramas when that happens, which is what they did for Big Little Lies and every other one that started as a limited yeah. series and moved to another That's, thing. So everybody yeah. just breathe. And let's move on. I'm not that mad. No, you sound really mad. It was, this is weird that you said nobody watched a, like the most popular drama of the 2010s. Comedy. Nobody it watched it comedy. on this pod. Comedy. Like that's what I'm two saying. Two of the I three will... people. Two yeah, of the three people. We watched both watched it. Louis, uh, yeah. and I've also watched yeah. White Lotus. By the way, there is a second yeah. character carrying over, and it is Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, cool. awesome. Yes. Yeah. The moment um, I realized it was him, I was, it just blew my little mind. Oh, I instantly, yeah, I love that guy. He's great. Couldn't tell you his name, but I know his face anytime I see it. John Grease. Sure. Benjamin Linus is dead. Benjamin what? Linus is dead. In Lost? Yeah. What I other Benjamin Linus? Yeah. I, yeah. I did not remember that. Anyway, Edge of 17. Yeah. It's a movie. It's a it's, movie. Cody, about... describe your thoughts on this movie since it is your movie. Oh, sure. Yeah. So um, I think it is a great coming of age movie. I think it's a pretty relatable character who, like, is struggling with a lot of stuff, but, like, has friends and can get along with people. But it's just kind of her own grief and um, challenges that prevent that. I think it's very funny. I think it's also fairly subtle in some of the things it does. Uh, she talks about how she failed her driving test and the line is never explicitly drawn of her failing that because her dad died in a car wreck. But I think, you know, that's definitely under the surface. I think her romance uh, with that guy Erwin, mm-hmm. Edwin, Erwin, um, and he's on stuff now. Erwin right? with an E. I'm... He was so funny. He's in the good place. He plays. Oh, is he? Uh, he's yeah. in two episodes of the good place. Sorry, that's just the first thing I popped up on Wikipedia. <laughs> no, I think he's he, uh, he's he's so not funny in, a in this. Ton... He was yeah. in Jupiter. there. I don't know. I'm just looking at his Wikipedia. Truth or Dare may be where I remember him from. Gotcha. The other place that I saw him. But he just captures that like nervous talking to girls energy that like, you know, I've been married for five years now and I was dating my now wife for three years before that. So it's been eight years since I was like in that nervous to talk to a girl space. Yeah. Uh, And it just brought me back to it in a very visceral way to see him just like regretting every single word he said, talking way too much, all that stuff. Yeah. It was a little over the top, but like just so funny. No, I think that was that was great. Well written, well performed. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's great. He's also what we do in the shadows, Cody, which you probably recognize. Yeah, there it is. Um, Yeah, he's he's really great um the my read on this movie that i did not have when i watched it the first time but was pretty obvious to me this time is i that, think this take is wrong but go uh nadine is pretty much like i mean i don't think that she is i think that she's an asshole and just like has not dealt with her trauma yeah. and mm-hmm. like the reason you know i i think that the movie is kind of saying that the reason that she like is having so much trouble in her life and is having trouble making friends is that she is like 
kind of just pushing people away from her. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's totally what's going on. I mean, she's a pretty self-destructive character. Um, she has things she can point to to blame how shitty her life is, like her dad dying and uh, uh, her brother sleeping with her best friend. But at the end of the day, she's she's the one standing in the way of of her own happiness. And like, there's f- funny little moments that deal with it, like her saying, hey, I couldn't do my homework because my dad died and Woody Harrelson saying, like, date of... <laughs> uh, d- uh passing yeah what? 2011 and he's like "Ooh, got a strict <laughs> one year uh and just like the the directing of that scene is so great because behind him on the wall are like calendars yeah. so like yeah, you know like 2014, i was 14 2015 if, 2016 if that hadn't happened i would have had to think like wait what year did this movie come out so it's like right. it's great right. to just have right. that on the back and you can see him turn around and look at those and be like yeah too yeah, bad sorry it's not um, gonna cut it <laughs> So I, I actually agree like with this, Mark. I thought with, you were gonna. I think, well, that is like that is not a fault of the movie. That is just how movies work. Uh, the the letterbox thing. But I what I was gonna say is that I think her relationship with Irwin shows her like you know she wants to like get with someone is like you right. know her solution is like okay well I will like have find this boy that I have a crush on and like get with him. Meanwhile, like Irwin is like actively like hit, like flirting with her, asking her on dates. Yeah. And she's just ignoring it and, you know, talking over him on the one date they go on. Yeah. Um, and just like self, self-destructive, self like, like chat said. Yeah. My, my issue of she's too hot to be the, the dopey girl who is like literally compared <laughs> to um, the, the short guy from twins yeah. is how they put it is like, I'm sorry. She is, that feels, she is that feels hot like and a line. unbelievable. That is a line that was written before the movie was cast. It's yeah, a really good line and a really funny moment, but come on. Yeah, that just doesn't fit with but like, also, that what we're presenting. That line with. doesn't work, but I think the rest of it is Yeah, the rest of it's fine. It's truly I, it's really I, I the twins thing that I'm that, like well, that okay, one come joke. On. I, yeah. I don't think her being like awkward and only having one friend. Like I think like yeah, that's all. plenty that of works. really really pretty people who have no, that, but they I I agree, but I feel like the there's a lot of like the way that like she just wears the one outfit is like I know kids at work who like only wear one outfit and it's like if you wore clothes that were like fitted you and like looked good on you then you would you would be more attractive like right not that I'm like but like the jacket she wears is awesome the skirt that she wears which is not school uniform as far as I can tell because no one else wears that skirt no it's not like like that her outfit does look flown. good on her and like yeah. And yeah, I think but, that, like, the line, like, I like your jacket, like, which is Erwin obviously, like, trying to compliment something about mm-hmm. her, like, yeah. would be funny if, like, you know, if it was, like, in the movie Duff, where it was, like, the plot of this movie is that, like, this woman is, like, quote-unquote, you know, dumb, ugly, fat friend, and it's, like, a man is, like, finding something to compliment her about, but it's, like, I mean, yeah, that jacket is is fine, she looks good in it, because she is, like, a hot... So, so I'm, like, wondering, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if... I'm wondering if fashion has changed a bit since the movie came out and if that jacket rules now in 2022 and wouldn't have in 2016. No, I rules now. I think that it doesn't necessarily work with that outfit, but I don't I yeah. think that she she wears it well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think though the, the the problem is not like she's like a geeky uggo and that's why she doesn't have any friends. Like, I mean, her best friend is Haley Lou Richardson, who her 
like hot popular brother sleeps with right like they're on the same like Mm -hmm. level um i think it is just like she doesn't have any friends because she pushes them away she had a very awkward stage got pretty but is still kind of like only been with one friend and pushed everybody away i don't know i think she's perfectly cast i actually think like that character makes sense to me no, the character um, makes total sense. It, I a, think the the one thing is like they try to, and maybe it's just the one line, maybe there's a couple other lines, try to make her out to be the ugly friend. Just, mostly just that twins thing. And that's the only it's thing the one joke. really like read. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, otherwise, like, yeah, she, there's so many girls like that. So many people like that who just push people away. And right. um, st- the only thing standing in the way of them having like a pretty decent time in high school is themselves. Well, and I think it's also very interesting that you also realize through the movie that Haley Lee Richardson's character also only has one friend and it's mm-hmm. because of Nadine, you know, yeah, like Nadine yeah. is the minute also she, holding her back. Yeah. Right, exactly. The minute that they like loosen up their friendship, she's like instantly like getting along with other people and stuff like that. But she's been trapped in the Nadine orbit for so long. Yeah, it's like very much once she's introduced to new people, she like immediately becomes friends with them. And then Nadine immediately becomes jealous of that and mad at her for being friends with them. Right. So it's uh they their relationship is really well formed. And then I think like most of the stuff with the brother is really good when he yells at her about like I love my life, uh that whole exchange. It's very, very good. Um the writer and director of this movie the the next movie she's doing is are you there god it's me margaret which feels oh, very uh yeah. makes she sense. Not done anything since this movie <clears throat> not really she yeah. has some written TV? some things she's written some things that you've seen things like yeah. uncredited regrets on bumblebee yeah things like the first the first pass on scoob yeah. um yeah, I might have been a better curious. script than what we had. I'm, I'm curious what her script looked like, and I imagine it was better. I um, wonder if it had any of the other uh, Hannah Barbera bullshit. It did not. I would almost um, yes. Also, before this, she wrote a movie called uh, Post Grad with Alexis Bledel. Okay. I don't know what it's about. But... I had forgotten that there was an Edge of Seventeen YouTube Red original show that was in production but never aired. Really? Yeah. Starring was... YouTube Red was like a a wild uh, wild west of content creation. The main character was orphan. Orphan. No way. Orphan. Yes. It was a it was a ten year old? Uh, I'm kidding. Well, she was older. At that the was. Point. She was older when she made Orphan as well. I guess not, um, not that old, but anyway. Yeah, Orphan, Orphan, Orphan. And that movie um, was like 2009, so she would have been... She was 10 then. She's just not 10 now. Yeah. Not when she made the prequel to Orphan. Correct. Incredible. Incredible move. Oh, yeah. Hollywood's a weird place, guy. Isn't Hollywood weird? Yeah, man. Don't you think Hollywood's kind of weird? It's yeah, it's more like Holly weird, if you ask me. <laughs> you can say that again. I do wonder if her like Scoob script was about like Velma mostly. 
Well, there was all that kid stuff at the beginning, like Shaggy and Scooby meeting for the first time, and then them as kids. Maybe that was the carryover stuff. Was that like, and then but then it just turns into the most bullshitty. She probably wrote in all the Simon Cowell stuff. Actually, now that I think about it, that feels right. She wrote in the Simon Cowell jokes. Guys, I came back from LA and instantly got a terrible cold. So my um which i tested i don't have covid i tested today that's good which is great um because i have birthday stuff going on this weekend and tomorrow i'm going to halloween horror nights uh when i probably should be sleeping um you're not going to sleep at all after halloween horror nights i know too scary um all that to say you guys are having a rollicking good time and i feel like tommy lee jones in the corner not sanctioning any buffoonery <laughs> but it's how i feel i'm like don't they know my nose is running we so did we'll see your wife hand you a box of kleenexes so we yeah. could have put the pieces together we'll try to keep the malarkey down from, from keep the, the malarkey podcast. down yeah. uh no well, it's I, all it's all good but that's is why it, I, is it time for more malarkey in the terms of our, our little games i guess so I, I i i Do you have more to say cody I don't know. I feel like we I haven't really given this movie its full due, but also we do when less we of that less of that every episode. When do we ever? Yeah. Uh we're, last we're time we tried to have like a very important left. episode was like Schindler's List. So like let's we, yeah. we, it's fine. It's just it's great. If people haven't seen this movie, which there's a decent chance they didn't, um, yeah. because it made 19 million dollars on a nine million dollar budget, 3.6 on Letterboxd. Um, you should watch it. it it's great. It didn't lose money. It know? didn't lose money. Uh, I will say, like, I, I I did, like, adore it, and I still really, really liked it on a um, rewatch. It's, however, comma, it is a little bit of the, to a less extreme uh, effect, but the a similar feeling to how when I watched It Follows again. Yeah, I had that same thing happen with this one. Where I, it I held such a special place in my heart, and then I was like, "Oh, this is fine." I've seen yeah. other movies do things that is doing better, but this is very good. This is like um, it. Um, it's still very, very good. It it holds better for me than it follows did. Um, but it it is kind of a similar reaction. See, I'm inversed. I think it follows held better for me than this did. But they both. I like both of them a lot, and I just yeah. liked both of them a lot more when I first saw them. And I also think this movie doesn't do as well in the post Lady Bird um, era because I think Lady Bird does a lot of similar coming of age and mom stuff very yeah, they kind well. Of they kind of perfected the genre with Lady Bird. Yeah, and I mean, that's our winner from 2017 and I stand by that. And Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very fair. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think this movie, I watched it before Lady Bird and thought it was great. And then I watched it again post Lady Bird and it's still really good. Um, but yeah. I think it's I think it's great. I think it's like very much like a millennial coming coming of age movie, which we've had yeah. more of since then. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Nothing wrong with it. Malarkey right, games. Tape check. Who do we got? Hawkeye. We got Haley Steinfeld as Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. We've got Woody Harrelson's somebody. He's in Star Wars. He's, he's Carnage. He's, he's Carnage. carnage. And Venom, let there be Carnage. Um. Yes. Uh, Blake Jenner, we talked about last time. He's in time, a couple episodes of in a couple episodes of Supergirl. Yeah, I don't count people who've been just in just like a couple of episodes of Supergirl. Oh, so okay. I, I didn't count him. And he's no hero in my book. 
No. Um, my Kira... my rules for this, by the way, is that if you're in a CW or like Ooh. CW verse TV show, you have to be either either a recurring character or a comic book character, and he's neither. Chat. Haley okay. Lou Richardson is in Split, which is secretly an unbreakable. Yeah, movie. he's right about he that. Sure is. I don't yeah. know why I didn't write that down. I definitely meant to. Um, has Kira Sedgwick been in a superhero thing? I don't think so, but I mean, she was Batwoman and Batman and Colin Mystery of the Batwoman. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. That's superhero. And she was Lois Lane in Justice League: Colin, A New Frontier. Oh, I've seen um, that. Okay. Which which character is this again? Lois Lane. Uh, the mother. No, like, oh, the mother. Okay. You don't know who Kira Sedgwick is? The closer. I, I don't know the her name. Closer. I never learned her name. Did your mom not closer. watch the closer? Also, she's married to Kiefer. Kiefer okay. and Kira. Good for them. I don't keep up with Kiefer's personal life. I never learned her name. I'm sorry. Their daughter is in. Uh, uh, Cody, I've got bad news for you. Am I wrong? It's, it's Kevin that she's married to. Kevin Bacon. That's right. It Not- is Kevin Bacon. <laughs> it is Kevin Mixing Bacon. Kevin Bacon and Kiefer Sutherland. I see how you do it, but it is. Funny. It was just the names, but um, and not even the names. I don't know why. I well, I was like, oh, it was two people. <laughs> I literally think it was. Oh, it's Kira and somebody who had a Fox show. Um, and so I went to Kiefer. The following. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but their daughter, whose last name is Bacon, so that makes sense. I was like, I don't think her last name's Sutherland. That's weird. Um, uh, that's why. Um, she is in that uh Mayor of East Town and and a couple oh, other okay. stuff. She's she's pretty good. Wow, so. that's crazy that two actors' daughter like had an actor. That's crazy that the talent just like happened to also land. Yeah, I mean, acting is genetic. Everyone knows that's this. That's insane. Like, what are the odds that the daughter of two actors would also be an actor? And you know, that's you crazy. Really, you'd be really you proud of her. Isn't that crazy? Because she probably went through a like a really hard time drawing comparisons to yeah. her father, and Listen. people probably tried to force her in the kind of roles that he she's had. So she's had a tough time. So we should probably give her some roles, guys. She, Listen, she's, she's not. She's probably very to talented. Be this mean. She's probably talented. <laughs> I've she she does very very small roles like it's okay i'm sorry miss um, bacon anywho we're missing I'm two sure cw great. characters here who do we think plays the mayor in superman and lois i can't even remember anyone else in this movie oh the, right. the dead dad dead it's dad. the dead dad you're right okay yeah. that makes sense. who do we That's think the mayor plays, if i ever saw one who do we think plays anarchy in arrow Ooh. Um, the the oh oh the 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 petland employee the petland employee that's Ooh, right Cody yeah. yeah that makes sense that makes sense honestly both of those do make a lot of sense yeah they yeah, do they both just look like those characters you described mm-hmm. yeah. um, all right do we have alumnus? any alumni we um, got Blake Woody Jenner. Harrelson was Blake in Jenner. the Hey I'll give you a million dollars to fuck my wife movie Yes uh, What was proposal. that movie called Indecent Proposal What else was he in One of my top rated uh, letterbox reviews by the way Indecent Proposal In which oh, I said I would give word? this movie a million dollars to go fuck itself Oh that's pretty funny <laughs> That's a very good joke And then Cody commented Why did you say this in your comment and not on our podcast And then I said watch me <laughs> and then um, I decided to get on our podcast. Then not twice. Not twice. Um well, what else? What else was what else in? was Woody Harrelson in? Woody? Oh gosh. Was it was a Chad was, pick? Was he a was he in a Cohen? 
He wasn't a Cohen. Was he in Burn After Reading? No, not no, Burn no. After Reading. Not Burn He's After not Reading. No Country. He's not a No Brother Where Art Thou. Is he in No Country for Old Men? He's he the is. he's the cop. He's the cop he's guy. The cop and, and yeah, he's like the sheriff with the big hat and the boots. Duh. Oh, yeah, I yeah, always yeah, yeah. every single time I watch that movie, I'm like surprised when he shows up on screen. <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, he's in this. That's crazy. Now, do we have um, any SNL cast members or hosts or Woody Harrelson? People? Woody Harrelson, oh, famously yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah, he played Biden. Um, uh, it wasn't very good, was it? Lisa <laughs> Has she hosted? Uh, no. Damn. Remember when we were saying she should do more? That includes yeah. hosting SNL. Wow, that's mm. a bummer. They should have let her host, uh, uh, like in November of last year. Yeah. Well, what you? Well, do? okay. Kira Sedgwick probably has hosted, right? Uh, yeah. To promote the closer, I don't think she's hosted. <laughs> well, to promote the. Closer. I would have expected. I don't know. I don't think the okay. Let's see here. Audience Venn diagram is very big on that one. Someone did in a, I don't know, a Kristen Wiig played Kira Cedric in a skit called The Looker. So <laughs> should That's I funny. watch this? Haley Steinfeld's next movie, the only thing listed on her IMDb, is Spider Man Spider Verse Two. So. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We also have. I, I forgot uh, to make Stacey you guys from Spider Verse too. I forgot to make you guys say that. Yeah. So we oh, have no also more alumni. Oh, we have uh, Blake Jenner in the alumni. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't say him, did we? Cody already got that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that's oh, it. All right, cool. Those those Small that's cast. lucky. Small movie. Weird that we just this episode started calling the games our malarkey when Joe Biden ran on no malarkey two years ago. That, Three years no. ago. That's it wouldn't true. have been funny to do it at the time. Yeah. Now Only that Dark time. Brandon is rising, it's funny to talk about Malarkey again. Yeah. And we all mean Malarkey. Joe Biden was also in the movie. That's true. Yeah. So makes sense. Um, is this movie better than everybody wants? Um, Mark. You know, I don't think so. I, I gotta say, I don't think so. <laughs> Cody. Chad. I don't think so. I think everybody wants some is better. Wait, how are you guys answering the question? I said, is this it's movie- not it's not better oh, than oh, everybody oh. wants some. Yeah. Oh, lame. Uh this movie. I was wondering why you were saying aha. Because yeah, I didn't understand. Yeah, it. and I was also trying to give it more drama by letting you go, but you called on me. So I was like, oh, okay, okay I guess it's gonna Yeah. Get, sorry that I like the movie here. about women, but yeah, let's put there's the a movie woman. About, uh, there's there's boys. at least one woman and uh everybody wants some. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So I will say, I will say that I think Blake Jenner is better in this movie than he is in Everybody Wants Some. No, Agreed. I really don't. Yeah, Blake fine. Jenner is like miscast um, or something, and and Everybody Wants Some. I don't. Know I my personal theory is that the the main reason for the reason that Blake Jenner has not had a role in years is because people real realize that he's not related to like the Kardashian family. People just saw the name and were like, "This guy, he's got a famous family. We got to cast him and stuff." And there might be a couple of other reasons but yeah yeah the you know maybe that's true let me just do a google of when that was revealed uh fairly recently it It was was, like 2020 i think yeah it was after the i mean he had shot for merrily we roll along before they uh i'm seeing 2020 yeah 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 um but also 
he's not very talented no it's always easy to cancel people who aren't talented like gina carano but then when it's like i don't know someone's like oh but their movies are so good that's so upsetting that's when it's harder you know what i mean i i think that i mean he got canceled by hollywood after this year of movies they were like all right the kid from glee is free let's give him a movie career talking about blake jenner and no other kid from glee um yeah and then they gave him two movie careers and said nobody else from glee gets a movie yeah really it's weird how the cast of glee hasn't really ever blown up it's it's really famously a cursed cast um very cursed cast leah michelle's doing fine on broadway she's doing good she got the funny girl yeah like 10 years later she hasn't done anything before then she doesn't need movies she's got the funny girl all right let's put me out of my misery um tell people where they can find you and uh, a movie you're looking forward to you can find me at chad a oliver and you can bet your bottom dollar that you can find me in the movie theater watching avatar that will have already passed that's not on release. the release we haven't watched it yet as no, recording but our, this podcast yeah but by watching this, this by, podcast, by release yeah by release again six consult. years five and a half years so five. you can find me at wallington mark on letterbox and instagram and twitter and all those good places and you can also find me in the theaters watching bros with my bros and you know by that i mean probably just my girlfriend um but wow. if, mark, if i had wow. bros in town who wanted to watch bros i would watch it with mark had to specify that he was going with his girlfriend to the gay movie wow sorry i don't want to queer bait people by saying my partner okay fair. i'm not i don't know man i guess i'm watching hocus pocus too probably fuck yeah shout out to chad for me letting him go first and him not having the list so i got to take the good movie you guys are wild Wild Owl Crocodile's coming out if you want that one. I don't want that. I, I was considering uh, Tar or I like I like Cody Go. I like Cody's. Yeah, yeah. There's two Oscar contenders. The only Tar I want to watch is Avatar. Hey, hey. you and me both. Hey. So you can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram at Cody Lunsford on Letterbox and Serialized. The movies that I am looking forward to are Amsterdam and Tar, two Oscar contenders that I'm interested to see. You always get two. You always get two, whether it's the Megaplex or the what we're looking forward to. You always get two. You always get two. I would like to put money on the fact that Cody will not see Tar uh the in the two weeks after this movie comes out no it's not coming to orlando it's It's gonna be in one theater in la and one theater in new york and you know what and after that you know what i am gonna watch tar i'm gonna make you watch cody i'm gonna facetime you um (laughs) be in there i also want to watch towards you so he can't see it but he can see see it in your glasses you can see me though well, speaking Enjoy of Woody it. Harrelson, a Triangle of Sadness also is about to come out, but I don't think that is coming anywhere near me either. So, nope. Nope. Um, I don't know what Triangle of Sadness is, and I'm not going to You literally, well, I sat next to you as you watched the trailer in theaters. Which movie? <laughs> it's the one from the guy who did Force Majeure. Which movie were we? Oh! <laughs> we were at that. Woody Harrelson Drug was House. in that one? Yes, he was. Huh. Okay. Cody, was that your first Alamo? <laughs> yeah. It was my I, first Alamo. How do you feel? Your first Alamo, did you guys get food? 
yeah. have food. It was the really good. We got the have, Royale the, with cheese. Did they have themed food based on the movie that was playing? No, because we uh, no, saw the conversation. Yeah. But um, was there other themed food for movies that were playing? No, they were doing a theme around. Um, it wasn't South by, but some other Austin film festival. That's what they were doing. Fantastic movies, but uh, maybe, maybe which it there was churro, churro, Fest, which is hosted there was at churro Jazz, popcorn and street corn sounds popcorn. Good. Also sounds good. I had the street corn popcorn and it was really good. It was just like a very big bowl for just me to be. I want your full, especially I, after I ate a Royale with cheese right before it. If they I, had an Alamo in Orlando, I would. It would become my home theater. Oh, yeah, I mean, like I miss Alamo a lot. I miss. Uh, being able to leave by scooting under the little thing and not walking in front of people. Uh, we don't have that. Uh, uh, was there like a bar, like a like a kind of a long table in front of you? We were on the front uh-uh. of a section, so that might have helped. Um, well, yeah, this might also be different. It wasn't a long table. E- each seat had its like own table. Oh, like, cool. Spin around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I miss being able to order. And little waiters coming so by nice. and getting your order. It's so yeah, nice. nice. Like I, to... I miss the quirky little things they play to tell you not to use your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are really good. All the all the um theater specific like, deciding in the middle of a movie, I want more food, and then not getting up. It's Brilliant. great. Why it's why not everywhere? The hardest part is uh writing on the little notepad in the pitch black. Um, well, that's why they keep it lit up underneath your table. They got true. the lights down there, man. I miss Think it. Think smarter, I, I, not harder. I got to go back. Think smarter, not harder. I'm an there, idiot. There's we one need to in Birmingham. There's one in Birmingham, which is kind of close to you, Mark. You're right. Um, so if you ever want to travel to go see something that's not playing in chat, you should go to what I told Chad that he literally has to go to, which is a screening of Nosferatu with a live orchestra. I don't know if they're doing that in every city. I don't either. But anyway, it sounds cool. Um, Anyway, that's coming soon to Birmingham. It's coming soon to LA too. It's not till October. So anyway, uh, what's the best movie of 2016? Who are you asking? Someone. Everybody wants some. Chad, same question to you. Uh, yeah, so everybody wants some. Cody, what's the best movie of the 2016? And the best movie of 2016 is Everybody Wants Some. Remember, we can do it in the Petland stockroom. On the next very sad, very depressing, very down episode of Best Pictures, we're going to be watching Manchester by the Sea, uh, a very happy movie where nothing bad happens and everything's good and happy. The episode's just going to be sad. Uh, You can find it on Amazon Prime because it's an Amazon original, baby. In the words of my girlfriend, I'm not watching that with you.